Welcome into the Bear Down Podcast. I'm Chris Black along with Adam Abdallah. You can listen to our show weeknights from 6 to 8 right here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. It's Black and Abdallah. We're here to talk Bears football with you right here on the Bear Down Podcast. So, Adam, let's take a look at this. As we look forward, we prepare for the NFL draft, free agencies in the rearview mirror. We have uh, OTAs coming up. We have a lot of stuff going on in the offseason for the Bears And at the moment, the win total for the Chicago Bears is sitting at six and a half wins as we sit here in the offseason. Let's take a look at the Bears' schedule. We don't know when the games will take place or what order they will be in, but we do know the opponents that the Bears will face in this upcoming season outside of those who are in the division in the NFC North. So let's take a look at at the schedule makeup that the teams the Bears will face this season in the National Football League. Yeah, we'll we'll probably do this again. We'll re-rack this uh, this podcast and do this again when the schedule comes out and be like, well, this is how the schedule sort of shakes out and this changes my prediction as far as how many wins they'll get and how many they won't and whatnot. But yeah, like just looking at the opponents, obviously we know the Lions, the Packers, and the Vikings home and away, like that's a given. But as of right now, it looks like a pretty generous schedule as far as the opponents go, right? Like, the Bears weren't very good, so they get an easier schedule. Um, Some of the easier games I'm looking at right away, uh, at home, you get the Texans, you get Washington, who knows what they're going to look like, Miami, two is in a very much prove-it year, Uh, and then you get Philly, Buffalo, and the 49ers, all of whom, you know, were playoff teams, except for Buffalo wasn't, but they should, like, you know, they should be... A, uh, a team or should be teams that are harder to face at home for the Bears. Yeah, you know, so if we look at that home schedule, the thing that jumps out to me, Green Bay and Buffalo, Yeah, you're facing two top five quarterbacks. Outside of that, Philadelphia, quarterback position, question mark, right? We know it's Jalen Hurts, but we're not sold on his play. We, we think he's better than I think some others may have an opinion formulated on just and Jalen Hurts, but the, the verdict's still out. So the Eagles, that's a situation where at that point in that schedule, wherever that game falls, the Bears may have the better quarterback in that game. You look at the Washington Commanders. Listen, Justin Fields right now, he's better than Carson Wentz. Yeah. So, okay, boom. Commanders. The Bears have a better quarterback situation. Uh, We look at the 49ers. Now, Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey Lance. However that plays out, we expect by the time this season starts, Garoppolo to be traded. And at that point, if Trey Lance is running the show for the 49ers, I'm going to take Justin Fields. Okay, so there's another situation where the Bears are going to have a better quarterback. Miami, Tua Tungavailoa, Justin Fields. Who's the better quarterback? Oof. Fields, probably. I, I think it's Justin Fields yeah, as well. probably Justin Fields. Okay, so the Miami game, you have the better quarterback. Yeah. And then Houston. Houston's going to be the worst team in football. Yeah, you have the better quarterback there. For okay, sure. so then we look at the division. I mentioned Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. That's, yeah, loss. We know the Vikings have Kirk Cousins. Dang. Cousins is a decent quarterback, but he's not a quarterback who's unbeatable, right? So then we look at the Lions. The Lions, in that situation, Jared Goff, Justin Fields, I would say Fields is going to be the better quarterback whenever they match up at Soldier Field. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in the home schedule, there are only two games to me that are completely unwinnable. And that's that Packers game and then the Buffalo Bills game. Outside of that, Miami, San Francisco, Houston, Washington, 
Philadelphia, Detroit, Minnesota. Two of those games, I'd say one. One of those games, I'm going to say the better quarterbacks with the other team. Mm-hmm. It's Minnesota. Yeah. Outside of that, the Bears could have the better quarterback in all of the other matchups. Now, the 49ers are, better, are a better team. I'll give you that. The 49ers are going to be a challenging for top of the, the conference type of team. The rest of their roster is stacked, but Trey Lance has to prove it. I think Justin Fields is better at the moment. I thought he was better coming out of college. But when we look at this home schedule, that, to me, does not say the Bears are going to be a four-win team. Right? Like, I feel like there's enough here. If you hold serve at home and you just don't get blown out by a team that's unexpecting to, to be any good, like Houston or Detroit, you should have a shot in the home schedule. Well, I, I look at it this way, too. I mean, look, Washington, you may have the worst quarterback Washington does, but that defense is really good. And depending on how this offensive line shakes out for the Bears and what weapons they kind of surround. So you also have to look at that, too. Like, Washington's going to be a tough game. It could be a very low-scoring game. And, yeah, if it comes down to it, Justin Fields is the better quarterback. But that defense is stacked. The Bills have a good defense. Like, I, I look at that, and I, I put that uh, into the conversation as well when we're looking at this. But having the better quarterback on the field is the ultimate you know, difference maker, right? So looking at the home schedule, I always assume they're going to beat the Lions. I, I usually give them a split against the Vikings. You probably win at home, you lose on the road, or vice versa. I say you split with the Vikings, and they'll probably lose two games to the Packers. So I'm looking at they'll win that home game against the Vikings. The Eagles, to me, still a toss-up. Like, I don't know who Jalen Hurts is going to be. I don't know what he's – I don't know if he is – like, I think he's – I don't think he's as good as Justin Fields, but I don't know yet. Because I haven't seen enough from Justin Fields. To t- Same with Tua. Like, Tua's an it year. Depending on how the schedule looks, is Miami coming here in December? It, are they coming here in November? Right, or right. is this like a, like an early September 65, 70-degree day on the lakefront? You know what I mean? Like, that to me makes a difference. I'm not saying bare weather is a thing, but when a team from Miami is coming up here in September, or in December, it's a lot different than coming here, you know, the first couple weeks of September. Especially a quarterback like Tua that doesn't have the strongest arm, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, if you get Tua in November or December – you could find yourself in a defensive, cold-weather slop fest, right? And not quite the, you know, what, what I pictured is there's always the, the early season sun-splashed day where it's, you're right, low 60s, maybe, maybe the 70s, and you get sunburnt out there because you're just baking in the sun, and it's way hotter in the stadium than you expect it to be. It's that day you stare at your jacket. You're staring at your jacket in the closet for like five minutes. You're like, do I need you today? Yeah. Am I going to need you today? You know, that game always happens, and and those are the games at Soldier Field where there is absolutely no home field advantage because the teams from the south, they come up, it's... It's a beautiful football day early in the season. It happens all the time. Now, um, the opposite, December, that wind is howling. Ugh. It's cold. You've got, like, the sleet happening. And Tua, you know, one an interception or a sack or something, and you, he turns into the guy who doesn't want to be there at all. Well, and he's just trying to get out of the game. It's all based on the caliber of the quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Because we saw this last year. Didn't the Cardinals come up and play a game late in the season when the weather wasn't great? And Kyler was a, well, he was unbothered. Yeah. 
You know, isn't that a saying now, saying that you're unbothered? Mm-hmm. Like, take a picture, post it on Instagram. Unbothered, unbothered. is the, is the tag. Unbothered. Uh, yeah, Kyler was awesome in bad weather here in Chicago. It didn't matter. Yeah, but Kyler's also a better quarterback than Tua, mm-hmm. and that's why I mentioned the arm strength. I feel as if he's the type of quarterback that could be affected by some weather, some wind, uh, whatever you see uh, at Soldier Field as the season goes on. Okay, so that's the that's what the home side of things. Give me five wins at home. Well, you're stacking five. Give me at five home. wins at home already. The the Lions, wow. The Vikings, the Eagles, the Dolphins, and the Texans. I'm see. I'm telling you, man. It, the Packers and the Bills. Those are daunting games. Yeah, you're not going to win those games. Give me, give Two me of the those. best teams in football. And like 49ers, Washington, like. I don't think you're going to beat the 49ers. I think I haven't seen Eberflus as a head coach, but you're going to get out coached, right? Like sure. you're going to be out coached. They'll have a better defense, and you're going to get out coached. Bosh, there is a chance you have the better quarterback. 49ers will have the better sure. skill position players. Same with the Washington. Like I feel like Washington's going to have the better defense on the field, and that's going to depending on what they do on the. This is going to be a young offensive line. I don't think they're. I think they're going to blitz the hell out of justin fields and i don't think that's a win but if you give me texan the texans miami the vikings the lions and the eagles that's five wins right there that's five and the over under is six and a half so then you will vegas you you beat the lions on the road that's two games two games all right and then you're gonna beat the jets of the giants that's seven baby so let's talk about these (laughs) these road opponents right you know the afc north Lions, Vikings, Packers, mm-hmm. and then we we get to the rest of the road schedule. The Dallas Cowboys. That's going to be a tough game. Loss. <laughs> we get to the New York Giants, the New England Patriots, the New York Jets, the Atlanta Falcons. Those are your road opponents. Now, now a you're couple gonna, things you're going to talk out. me into eight wins. <laughs> well, well, see, and this is why a month ago when I said on the show. I don't get why people are saying this is a four-win team. And they say, look at the roster. I say, have you seen their schedule? Look at the schedule. Have you yeah. seen the crap that they're facing off against? First of all, let's do the better quarterback combo, right? Okay. We, we already covered the division. Yeah. The Dallas game. Better quarterback, Dallas Cowboys. Hands down. Yeah, Dak's better. He's more established. That, now, that's look, not a combo. Now, look, Justin Fields can take the next step this year. Sure. And next year, we could be having this conversation Maybe. and say, you know, Maybe. hey, guess what? I mean, Dallas, sure. I would imagine if that's the case, everything went perfectly for Justin Fields this season. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. Right back to your four wins. They can't be a four-win team because if they're a four-win, I think five wins is my threshold. That means Justin Fields is bad, right? Five wins means you've seen no progress from your quarterback whatsoever, like that's the threshold yeah. for me, yeah. Because that's two Lions wins. Teams. That's a Jets win, a Giants win, and a Falcons for. I mean, Dol- uh, Texans. Like these are all going to be really bad teams. Well, let's just apply it to the quarterbacks that we've seen come out in the last couple of years. In year two, when they take that step, teams make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Last year, you know, the Chargers didn't make the playoffs. They were in that final game on the doorstep. And then Joe Burrow got to the Super Bowl. So those are the two examples in front of you. We've seen Kyler, year two, the team, was much better when the quarterback took that jump, that mm-hmm. next step. Uh, we've seen the same from, from other quarterbacks. And then when they don't turn out, the team doesn't take the next step. Yeah, Miami, 
right? Like Miami was supposed to take the next step. And Tua, you're waiting for him to turn the engine, and the engine doesn't turn, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so we move on on the the road opponents. New York Giants. The Bears are going to have the better quarterback in that matchup. Yeah, he's better than Daniel Jones. Yeah, Yeah. okay. Uh, We go to the Patriots. Mac Jones, Justin Fields. Get out of here with the Mac Jones stuff. Okay. Fields is the better quarterback. Yes, but I, I, yes. However, I go back to what we said about Mac Jones last year and saying how he's going to be the most successful because he's in the best situation. Like, I trust Bill Belichick to outcoach Matt Eberflus oh. and put Mac Jones in a bet. Like, no in that, like, yes, Justin Fields, Justin Fields is the better quarterback than Mac Jones. However, in that game, Bill Belichick is going to put Mac Jones in a better situation than what I, I don't know what Luke gets he's going to do with Justin Fields. So I'm just going to go off of what I know. And what I know is that Bill Belichick is a better coach and he will put his players in a better situation. It's totally fine. That's a fair way to look at it. I think just based on the two players, you would rather have Justin Fields yes. going forward than Mac Jones. Absolutely. But in this game, I'm going to go with the Patriots because they're the better, they're the better team. The Jets. Zach Get Wilson. out of here. Come on, please. Get out of here. Please. Get out of here. And I, lo- I want Robert Sala to be such a good, like, I want him to be good for the cause. <laughs> so I want them to be good, but they're not. They're so bad. And then the Falcons. Get out of here, Falcons. The Falcons don't have a quarterback. Matt Ryan's now with the Colts. Get out of so, here. So you're looking at the Giants, the mm-hmm. Jets, the Falcons, the Falcons uh-huh. And the Lions yep. as four games that's, on the road. That's nine wins, baby. That's a playoff team. Okay. And this is this not what I was pointing out a month ago on the show on Blocking Abdallah that, like, you could say this team is terrible, but if Fields is what we think he is, they'll be in the games and they'll probably beat teams who have a little bit more talent, but we have the better quarterback. You know how the league is, yeah. is shaped uh, to be. In today's uh, NFL landscape, now quarterbacks if, and and penalties against defenses course, rule the day. Of course, and quarterbacks can always come back in games. There, everything is slanted towards the advantage of the quarterback. Now let's now let's do a little background here, okay? If you've listened to Black and Abdallah for a while, Black and Abdallah have done a college football preview podcast, usually where we go through the top twenty-five. And go through their win losses, their wins and losses, and their projected win totals. And if we we don't talk about them beforehand, and if we both come up with the same amount of wins or whatever, we stamp that as a, as a something we're going to bet. Are we stamping the Bears over six and a half? I'm I'm in. I'm in. I'm in <laughs> I'm on the Bears. In. I'm in on the Bears. Listen, I'm just telling you. No, 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 no. Don't do that. That's not what this is. Wait, this is what was I doing? I you know, you know damn well what you're doing, unfiltered <laughs> over there. Okay, this is this is. I'm filtered. I'm filtered. Okay, you can be unfiltered if you. No, no, if no. Like this is a this filtered is a podcast. This is a filtered take. Go ahead. I'm looking at the other teams, and if you think that Justin Fields is going to be the guy. Then you have to bet the over. Like that's the thing. If Justin Fields is the guy, thus, like if we're doing math, thus, if a squared plus b squared equals c squared, if Justin Fields is the guy, c squared, then a squared is win total 
plus over <laughs> equals Justin Fields is the guy. Because they can't look, if you can't beat the Jets, if you can't beat the Giants, if you can't beat the Falcons, if you can't beat the Texans, if you can't beat the Lions twice, that's seven right there. That is seven wins right, right there. Okay? I'm not even I'm not even talking about the the Dolphins. I'm not talking about the Eagles. I'm not even talking about the Vikings. The 49ers. The 49ers, no. the Patriots, nothing. Cowboys. I'm no. talking about the crap of the NFL. Yeah. If you can't beat the crap of the NFL, like if you do, that's over right there. If you beat the crap, that's over. And, and this is what I continue to point out. The way the schedule is set up, and we haven't seen how this is going to go, and, and we'll record a podcast when the schedule is released after the NFL draft. But just based on the opponents, this is an easy schedule. Yeah. And say Justin Fields is the guy, right? Like, say best case scenario. Like, we've pointed out seven wins based on the idea that there, there will be struggles. But a lot of these teams aren't very good. What if he is, like, the next star? If he's the next star, this is a playoff team. Yeah. Based on the schedule. Now, now, this is not a hot take. I'm just saying if he lives up to the expectations in year two with a better coaching staff, a better offensive line, some skilled position players who can help him out, it is possible to see games against San Francisco or Miami or Philadelphia flip the other way. And now what are we talking about? We're talking about nine or ten wins. Now, that that wasn't. I'm not saying that that's going to happen. No. But if Justin Fields is that guy, the the star player in the making, the elite quarterback that we hope he becomes, isn't that what we're going to see unfold over this next season? I mean, I I think so because based on what we're talking about, if he takes that next step, the problem is, I don't. I don't know if they have enough draft capital or money this year. Obviously, they haven't spent like anything in the offseason. I don't think that they can get to their roster where like you can get over the hump of the beating the 49ers and beating, you know, the the Packers once and beating, you know, uh the the Buffalo Bills in a home game or something like that. Like maybe next year, like in in after this season, right? After this season, after they spend that over hundred million, after they have a first round pick where they can, you know, draft a difference maker on day one and then draft a couple difference makers on day two and stuff like that. That's when I think you start to see it. Like I would almost say that like we almost hit the full reset on Justin Fields and say this is almost year one again because of the new coaching staff. Like, if we've all agreed that Matt Nagy was that bad and it was such a, a bad thing to have him in the mind of Justin Fields that you just go, you just men in black him and you go, here we go, this is it, this is new. Like, this is how we start, we start over again. I don't like that. Okay, that's fine. You don't have to. No, no, I, mean, I was just sharing my opinion is I don't like that opinion. Okay, then don't, don't, no one, no one told you to, to, no one said you had to like my opinion. It's mean. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying, I think that uh, I don't think that that's what we should do. We should just say the rookie year didn't matter. I'm not saying I think it matters. That. I think, I think it, it matters, and some of the blame can go to a young quarterback. He was way too flimsy with the football in the pocket this, yeah. this past season. Uh, he took risks when running 
that he doesn't necessarily need to do, even though he's faster than almost everyone uh, when they're trying to chase him in the pocket. Uh, I do like, though, that he did not force the football down the field into bad spots. I feel like that's something that will translate uh, yeah. in the success but going my, forward. But I, I don't want to give... No, no, no. I feel like then you should give Trubisky more credit. No, no, no. Because no. then you're looking to blame Matt Nagy for all this, no, and but, I don't want to do that. But my point is that I don't think they'll take... Like, they can take a step forward, right? And they can move forward, and they can say, hey, here is whatever. It's We've got eight wins now, and that's fine. But, like, you're that's just beating up on a bad schedule. But if... I don't think that they're going to be able to take that next step and like be competing with the Buffalo Bills, be competing with the Patriots, be competing with the Packers. I think that comes in another season when they can add more weapons, when they spend money, when they can add a first-round pick, when they can really add all that stuff and have that be everything, have everything at Justin Fields' disposal, right? Yeah, no doubt. That's that's but I'm not hitting a reset either. Like I'm not I'm saying you could, but I'm not. But I don't think they're ready to compete with like the upper echelon of the NFL yet. He's Adam Abdal. I'm Chris Black. This is the Bear Down Podcast. Check it our check out our show weeknights from six to eight right here on ESPN one thousand. It's Black and Abdal. Uh, we have Bear Down Podcast for you every Tuesday and Thursday right here on the ESPN Chicago app. So there you go. Future opponents for the Chicago Bears this season, breaking it down. We're leaning over. Six and a half. Uh, Thanks for listening to the Bear Down Podcast.